What's your price to wear a Michael Myers mask to every wedding you attend from now on? Or to not trim any hair on your body except once every 10 years? Or to sound like Woody Allen for the next three years? Let's find out. Don't pout when you find out because it's time to play Human Values, your weekly stop for logical debates about illogical questions. Here to give each hypothetical the dialectical, put the O in comedy game show, and buy you a top hat when you're whining about that. We're your hosts, Lindsay Hicks. And Aaron Rubin Kearney. Also joining us today is a very special guest, comedian Andy Woodhull. Let's rip and dip in this blip. So, Andy, I have so many questions. So where did you move from? Chicago. I know nothing about that side of our country, but Lindsay does. <laughs> it's the middle. It's not even a side. It's a side. I've never really spent time in Chicago. You've never been there either? Yeah, but you're from Texas. You're from like that ways. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> east. You're from east. You're from east. It was like a 24-hour drive. I'm in California. It's like, it's like, it's all east of here. This is the California mentality. Have you been outside of California before, Aaron? Yes, I've traveled the world. <laughs> Texas and Chicago are very, very far away from each other. I lived in New York for a long time, which was closer to Chicago, but still not not Chicago. Have you seen a map of the country? Yes, like, I By have. that side, do you mean just parts that are touching the Pacific Ocean and then the rest of the country? Yes, I'm concerned. I feel like you just had a stroke or something. I'm opening a map. Aaron, without looking anything up, how long do you think it takes to drive from Los Angeles to Chicago? Three days. Yeah, I mean, you could do it in three days. It's, it's about 30 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, you're going to learn with me. I'm going to say egregious things that are reasonable. You're just going to have to accept this. I could take three days to drive to San Francisco if I really wanted to be fancy about it. <laughs> Andy, do you have a favorite way of starting things in life? Like, how do you want to start just doing the thing? Is this you guys' first podcast? You know, <laughs> we're asked that a lot. You don't have a normal way you start? We're awkward people. We want to take you as you are. Okay. I mean, a lot of podcasts will be like, you just meet them and then they're like, oh, yeah, we started. I, th I thought that's what we did. You want to decide right now whether or not the editor should start us here or have started earlier on with no context for everyone? I think that you should make all the decisions about the content. I like the part where you didn't understand where Texas and Chicago were in relation to one another. That felt like a start. Yeah, that felt really good to me. Yeah. Personally, it was so shocking. Yeah. What do you think is closer to California, Texas or Kentucky? Texas. Okay, you got it. That's okay, right. Okay. That's right. You guys are acting like I don't know. Well, because you said Texas and Chicago are eastwards. the same. No, I didn't. I said they're eastwards of here. And you just jumped on me like a cattle rancher driving a horsey. Yeah, okay, I like that we're keeping with the Texas thing. Lindsay's from Chicago is what I'm getting at. You might as well be from Chicago if you're from Texas. That's all I was saying. It's true. I will say I did spend a little bit of time in LaPorte, Indiana, which is... Northern Indiana, very close to Chicago, maybe a, an hour drive. That's the area that I'm from. That's where I grew up. Northern Indiana? Northern Indiana, yeah. A town called Elkhart, not far from LaPorte. Oh, yeah. What were you doing there? You know, I was busy, like, fucking up second grade. Oh, nice. Didn't live there for very long. <laughs> so, Andy, what's your price to get started on playing human values with us right now and not dealing with our dumb <laughs> shit? <laughs> 
I do it for free. I mean, it wasn't even hard. Just one of you guys emailed me and I said yes, like three months ago. And then today I got an email. We good for tonight. And then I remembered that we were doing this. <laughs> the affection goes one way, but we're going to try and switch <laughs> it and get it both ways before this is done. We're going to win you over. We're going to win your ass before you know it. Well, I already have affection because you asked me. To, it was nice to be asked to be on a podcast. Yeah. It was nice. That's why I say yes. Before we really dive in then, what's your biggest question for Lindsay? My main question would be, why would your family ever leave beautiful northern Indiana? It's the perfect place to grow up. Great. Hard-hitting questions. Let's do it, guys. Wait, did you really love growing up there? Yeah, I had a great, I had a great childhood, yeah. Well, see, my dad has a bit of the wanderlust. That's what always gets people to Laporte. Wanderlust. That's what they say when they yeah, get Yeah, they're like, you know where I gotta go? Laporte, Indiana. <laughs> my daughter needs to be a slicer. A slicer? A slicer is the it was the high school mascot because, you know, the town was known for their uh, meat slicing. They get it thin there. They get it real thin in Laporte. It's known all over Indiana. You want to talk about a thin yet textured meat slice? Laporte, Indiana. All right. Well, speaking of thin slices, maybe I should cut you guys off a little, a little morsel of the questions kickoff. How does that sound? Sounds great. It's human values. It's a pretty simple game. We're going to ask you three hypothetical questions of what's your price. And it's really about not your answer, what your price is, but what your lowest price you'd be willing to do is. Let's play this game. Andy, Aaron, what's your price to wear a Michael Myers or Mike Myers mask? To every wedding you attend from now on. <laughs> I think it's going to be high because it's going to ruin your relationship with whoever's wedding you're attending. Because they're eventually going to say, we take it off. And you're going to be like, no. I can't. And then you're no longer going to be friends with that person. But the one thing that could lower it for me is I'm 42. Most of my friends are married already. So mm. these would be new friends. I don't, I don't know you know, how much I care about these people whose weddings I'm going to in the future. I've, I've been to all the important first weddings already. Right. Are you a Halloween fan? Do you have any any emotional stake in the Michael Myers or Mike <laughs> Myers world? No, no. I think I've seen it, but I don't remember what happens. Do you guys love it? I wouldn't say I don't love it. I'm just not the most familiar with it. I may watch it and love it so much. I like Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, yeah, sure. She's in it. Ooh, yeah. She's in it and she's nice. It really kicked off a genre in an interesting way. It really did, huh? Like a very weird. Like summer slasher, sexy, final girl, whatever, like all of that stuff. Summer slasher, sexy, final girl? Yeah, you heard me. I think it really like kind of honed in on that genre. I don't know if I want to really evoke that at weddings, but let me ask you this. Is there a world in which I can do the Halloween Mike Myers mask, but then also sometimes like throw in an Austin Powers? situation i go straight to mike myers i don't know about you guys but that is way better would you wear the rest of the mike myers outfit or would you wear a regular outfit and just the mike myers mask anyone i want i could have a whole mike myers closet option i also want to say that this only says every wedding but it doesn't say wedding and reception so I'm saying I can wear my Mike Myers mask, whichever one I choose from my Mike Myers mask closet, and I can sit in the back and everyone just knows like Lindsay's just don't just fucking just don't look at her. I can sit in the back and then as soon as the wedding is, is over, I can pop that mask off and I can go to the reception and just really give the gift of my face. <laughs> Also another gift, though, too, right? And a gift gift. I think the money would have to be high enough that I can give a gift 
that is able to maintain the friendship after they feel that I've ruined their wedding by wearing a scary mask. Is there any, like, like hijab comes to mind, but like, are there other religions where you can cover your face entirely or anything else where you can get away with it? Because then it's just, at least you're not embarrassing your guest, your host, sorry. Would you wear the hijab over the Mike Myers mask? Or you're saying like, it's a religious ceremony, everyone's wearing one of a hijab and you're wearing the Mike Myers mask and like, yeah, I have a mask also. I mean, I was just more querying, is there any other religious artifact that you could wear other than a hijab that would cover your face so that you could technically wear a Mike Myers mask to every wedding you attend, but still not (laughs) be the point of shame for your friend who invited you there? Maybe you wear a veil. Ooh. Maybe you wear a Mike Myers mask and a veil. That's very apropos. The Mike Myers Halloween mask is all white, which is actually in very poor taste to wear white to a wedding. Real quick question before we get to numbers. Here's the real thing. I still want to know what like era you guys would go for. So let's say you can't cover it up with a wedding veil or anything else. Like if you're doing Mike Myers, like to me, it's I would want to be Mike Myers in Inglorious Bastards. I would want to be him as what's that look you're giving me, Lindsay? Do you guys know what I'm talking about? In Inglorious Bastards, he's Mike Myers in Inglorious. Ba- what are you talking about? I don't remember him in Inglorious Bastards. He's um the prime minister. Oh, I never saw that movie. I would be fat bastard Mike Myers. You'd be fat bastard Mike Myers mask. Yeah, from I believe the third Austin Powers movie. That's the one that I would be. I would go I would go full Dr. Evil. <laughs> I think that seems really fun. And then I could dress my dog up as the as the mini evil, mini me. <laughs> I would prefer the Michael Myers mask over a Mike Myers mask. I think if I'm gonna be a weirdo, I would rather be a scary weirdo than just a straight up we- like another man's face weird. Yeah, I would go scary mask. I really get that. And I would also come up with the story of how I had horrible burns on my face. Oh. And I would say, like, my dress mask got spaghetti on it, so I had to wear this Mike Myers mask. And also, you have a pretty nice gift (laughs) of, uh, I don't know, $5,000, because I got $10 million for wearing this to every wedding for the rest of my life. Fair enough. Isn't the Mike Myers mask just a hockey mask? Or no, it's a regular. It's like a white. That's Michael Myers. That's Michael, a different it's like movie. White and it's got hair. Oh, it has it's, hair. Yeah. Lindsay, you're, yeah, you're thinking of Jason Voorhees. Oh, yeah. I was thinking of Jason. No, Michael Myers is no. By the way, Mike Myers, his cameo in Glorious Bastards, he plays British General Ed Fenich. So you guys don't remember when they're like doing the briefing with the guy who's going to go in and sneak in, and he's like, "Oh, I'm British." Now that you said it was. Ed Fenich. Now I totally, I totally remember. Thanks. Exactly. Yeah. Fenich was really the secret <laughs> spice there. Wait. Yeah. Michael Myers is, you should Google image search this. Here's the thing. Now that I'm looking at this mask, you could really dress it up. You could put <laughs> like a little bit of makeup on it. What? A nice curious eyebrow. What's a curious eyebrow? A curious eyebrow where it's like, like raised a little bit. Like, huh. Oh. Uh, oh. 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 This is beautiful. That's a great point. I didn't think about being able to put makeup on it. Yeah. I would draw a cool mustache on it and be like, I grew it out for the wedding. I wouldn't shave it until the day. Yeah, like this. It looks like a like a face. And you could get that hair done. Yeah, you could get that hair kind of teased up. I think there's a story that the face is William Shatner's face. I could see that. That might need internet backup, but I think it might be William Shatner's face that mask is based on huh i'm not gonna look it up though i'm just gonna leave it in the world listen here's what i'm wondering 
can you put a mask on the mask? So as long as you're wearing a Michael Myers mask or a Mike Myers mask, can you put on a flounder face or maybe a cheetah or maybe a mask of your own face? Just pay. You know what? I'm going to put that in my in my number is enough money to get a prosthetic face of my own face made that goes over no, it's the Michael not, Myers. It's, Don't talk to me about masks in that tone. The thing is not just any mask, though. It's a Michael Myers or Mike Myers mask. It's not an Aaron Corny mask. First of all, you should be lucky. If there was an Aaron Corning mask, you should be so lucky. I'm not saying it's that's something I don't want. I want that desperately, but that's not what we're talking about here. I know. And it's a little weird that you bring it up so much. <laughs> Aaron, do you have a lot of masks? <sighs> you know, in life, we all wear a mask. The person we are day to day is just a passing shadow of who we once were the day before. So what are we today but a mask? Yeah, I have like none. All right. Do you think that at some point people would just stop inviting you? I mean, you couldn't be in the weddings. Nobody's going to want you up there on their, mm -hmm. like in all of their photos with the mask. So like you being in weddings is completely, uh, you're done. You're done. I agree. I, I don't think you're getting invited. And I think it will in relationships, unless you're able to come up with a good enough lie for why you need to wear it. And then they're going to stop inviting you still. Because they're going to be like, we want to respect his need to wear the mask, but. Not at our day. What if you bring a mask for everyone else? Like just come with a bucket of masks for the kids. Then the bride and groom would hate. They would be like, you made everyone, <laughs> every photo we have of the wedding, everyone is wearing a creepy mask. <laughs> well, you just helped me plan my wedding. You would never be able to get Jamie Lee Curtis to come to your wedding if there was going to be someone in a Michael Myers mask. Because she would be like, oh, so this is so this is how I die. Triggered. We were all thinking it, but you had to say it. I kind of like to dream that I could get her to show up to my wedding one day. Maybe I was going to marry her. You don't know. <laughs> She's married to Christopher Guest. I didn't know that. Power couple. Yeah, that's great. It's interesting. I fantasize about each of them individually as romantic prospects, but never as a couple together. Well, that's all changed for you today. Thruple dreams. How are you guys feeling? Are you guys feeling close to your numbers? Yeah. I'm almost at mine as long as you guys give me permission to do an Aaron Corny mask. Yeah, you can do whatever kind of mask. To wear a mask over the mask. I want to wear a mask over the mask in my own face. I might even get one of you guys. I might want Nandy and a Lindsay mask also. Yeah, really, it's less creepy than it should be when you say it like that. Yeah, I, look, I want to wear a flesh-colored mask that looks like your face torn off of you with bloody edges on it, slapped over my Michael Myers mask, and I want to go there in a nice pink, uh, you know, tails i want to really dress up nice for a wedding and i want to go there and i want them to say please leave and i will start murdering everybody and tell them i made money with the mask and they'll all just laugh and laugh and it'll be fine you're gonna have to add into your number attorney's fees it's a good point how would you guys do it if you guys had to pull off a successful murder at a wedding while wearing a michael myers mask how would you get away with it <laughs> i don't think i would wear a mask if i was going to murder someone at a wedding I, I would want to try to blend in yeah you really don't want to don't want to set yourself apart yeah, I think I would befriend the groom. I go. I would go classic lady murder with a little bit of like poison in a ring. You know what I mean? Really? But you don't think the person in the Michael Myers mask would be the least like I think I'd be the least suspect. I think people would be like, it's clearly not that idiot in the Michael Myers mask. He wouldn't be so dumb as to or she wouldn't be so dumb as to try and commit a murder and get away with it. Aaron, I'm going to politely disagree with you. I think the person in the Michael Myers mask is the most suspicious person at the wedding. I want to easily. I want to argue with you, but I'll be wrong. He easily most suspicious person at the yeah, wedding. Yeah, this like murder mystery event is less fun when the murderer is like, "It was me." 
Right. I guess the mask is like a walking sign of, hey, I am the serial killer here. If you wore a Michael Myers mask to my wedding, I would be so mad. I would be so mad at you. You want to invite me to your wedding? Could your friendship survive, do you think? He refuses to take it off. You have a standoff. You're like, Aaron, take that mask off. And he said, I, I won't do it. And you say, do it or get out. And then he leaves. The next day you got a podcast. Here's how I get not mad is if you give me like $50,000 and you say, have a great honeymoon. I've immediately put $50,000 onto the number I had quoted so that I can wear <laughs> a Michael Myers mask to your wedding with a fleshy printout of my own face to put over it. Fleshy printout. With a bloody axe, but it's all just props and a $50,000 check for Sandals Jamaica. I don't want to go to Sandals Jamaica. Can I just be a whatever? Okay, I've got a number going. Yeah, I'm I'm good. What is it? I'm saying $2 million. $2 million. I value my friendships and I see that this could potentially end one. So I'm saying $2 million because I want the thing to have enough money that I can give a gift that's going to make them forgive me, much like you just said. Yeah, that really makes sense as a number. And I would lie about why I was wearing it. I would say something happened. You don't have to lie, really. You can just say, I got $2 million for this. I would because I would want to try to explain it. Yeah. But I, you can't, I assume in this thing, you can't say I'm wearing this for $2 million because then everyone would be like, obviously, we would have also done that. No, I think you can. You can definitely, that's why I don't think it's such a big deal. Oh, you can explain it? Yeah, you can disclose whatever you want to disclose. You got that money fair and square, you know? Yeah, you show up <laughs> in the Michael Myers mask and say to people, yeah, I am rich now. Here's $50,000. But I have to wear this mask? Yeah. Just for the wedding. Then if they know, then the number that you give them has to be even more. Yeah. Wow. Because then like you ruined my wedding for a measly two mil. You can't even buy a house in Los Angeles for that. <laughs> well, they'd be like, you got two million and you only gave us 10 grand. It's easily the biggest wedding present, but you did ruin the wedding. You're right. You should at least give us the co full cost of the wedding. Maybe that's what you do is you pay for your friend's weddings in order for you to wear a Michael Myers mask. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get a lot invited to a lot of weddings. They're like, oh, my God, is Andy going to come in the mask? Because then they, you know that, like, the wedding's going to pop off. Yeah, Andy, what, what are the odds that people that would just start to be a thing about you? Like your, your friends and family would just start to really look forward to this. Well, I think 100%. I think if you're wearing a mask to every wedding, it's 100% a thing about you. But is it a thing that they would consider endearing, the people in your life? No, I don't think they would find it endearing. I think everyone would find it horrible. But you're like a funny guy. You're a comedian. People know you have a sense of humor. Yeah, if you come in with like a Michael Myers mask and you just go waka waka, you don't think they would start applauding? Yeah, waka waka really slays these days. No, man, no. I mean, even if I'm doing great Fozzie bits, <laughs> then I, even then, I don't think. So you think more than two million? You're thinking your numbers going up? No, I'm saying two million. I'm, I'm. Okay, you're gonna stick it too. I'm good. I like that. I'm gonna say four million dollars because there's nothing better or more of a statement than like a wedding look. You know what I mean? People spend a lot of money on the look for the wedding. They are getting their hair done. I'm talking about just also like a lot of meeting new people happens at wedding. You're seeing family you haven't seen for years. It's a big deal, a wedding. What if it's your own kids, Lindsay? What if it's their wedding? Yeah, I'm not really thinking about the kids thing. Is this also for your own wedding? Oh, oh. shit. That would also be for my own wedding, which I have not done one of those yet. $5 million. I changed it to $5 million. <laughs> 
you actually save money on hair and makeup, not having to get done if you got to have the mask on, though. That's true. But again, you could take it off for the reception. And I'm sticking to that. All right. I'm going to say I'm going to say three million dollars. Just general areas, you guys, too. But I want to make sure I have the money to, like, do damage control. There's a lot of damage control to do here. Yeah, I get that. I like that. I want to get a high-end prosthetic in my face. I also want to go Daft Punk style like they did with their helmets and get like an AC system in the mask. Just a really good breathability. So what happens? Do I win since I bid the lowest? Yeah, you win. I get to I get the two million. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll wire it to you. Pretty cool. Andy, something cool we do is we like to pull our audience and ask them their thoughts when we do these questions also. Mm-hmm. So we have some thoughts here that people have sent in. So Josh was our highest at $10 million. Wow. Josh said, quote, I have my own wedding coming up and I would need enough to make a significant difference in our life if I'm going to do this to my bride on her wedding day. Yeah. Yeah, Josh. How rich is Josh already that he needs $10 million to make a significant difference? $200,000 would make a significant difference in my life. Josh clearly loves this new bride $10 million worth of shame. Or like she comes from a lot of money and he has to be like, please don't. He's got to be able to support the lifestyle she's used to. Mm-hmm, exactly. Well, that's a good point you raised earlier about like it has to be enough money to justify your foolishness. Mm-hmm. Lucy here put zero dollars, clearly our lowest, and said, quote, I love horror and the idea of scaring random guests throughout the night sounds like a blast. See, Lucy. Lucy's fun. We love Lucy. <laughs> yeah, Lucy's a good time. Hank at 250 grand said, quote, I imagined I'd make it through two weddings before my friends and family stop inviting me. Yeah, that's right. That's correct. <laughs> that's probably true. Probably the second one. You're still doing this. It's a hairy situation. And then some uncles throw you out of the church. No doubt. Yeah, it's it's a hairy situation. And speaking of hairy, <laughs> Lindsay, do you want to get a little scissors and snip snip trip the light fantastic over to the next question? Yeah. You know, when you put it like that, it sounds so nice. Um. Guys, what is your price to not trim any hair on your body except once every 10 years? Can you wax? Are there loopholes? Can I pluck? Yeah, this clearly says trim. Yeah. Which I'm assuming is just snip step. So you'd wax? You can wax something. You can wax? You can wax? I don't wax. You can pluck and you can wax. Are there chemical treatments you could do to remove hair? You can laser it off. You can nair. You could just be a bunch of pink bunnies and just laser ourselves. Well, we, yeah, we can have all these other options. Then it really drives the price down. I mean, if it if it just had to be all your hair grows constantly with only one reprieve every 10 years, it's a much higher number than I have other options. I would I would laser my beard into a real nice shape. But Ooh. you couldn't you couldn't laser your beard shorter, right? It would just be a removal of your beard. I guess, but I mean, we got these many loopholes. What's what counts as shaving? If I take a sword, and it, is that shaving? That's a trim. Come on, that's a trim. That's trimming. Any any cutting of the hair qualifies as a trim. Any blades or cutting, even like raise like I razoring. See. If you were to razor off, like sharp blades. Question: This might be a little intimate for you guys. I'm sorry. Uh, but let's say like you had a person in your life, like someone you really trusted and liked, and they just liked chewing on your hair. Excuse me? They like chewing? And they would cut the hair with their teeth by chewing it? It's not trimming. It's gnawing. So you would have a person, you'd well, have a would, person to gnaw your hair. 
I would need more money to let someone chew hair off me than to let it grow. Just shut your eyes for a minute and imagine nice, uh. gentle breeze, a little bit of Enya playing, and just, you know, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm just gnawing on your chin. Shut your eyes and imagine for a moment when you get one hair in your mouth while you're eating a salad. <laughs> you're talking about only hair. It's just gnawing. You get a little guinea pig. You give it a little kiss and just let it gnaw on your, your... Guys, Listen. one time when I was in the third grade, a boy in the third grade, his name was Will Binford. Binford? He pulled out a chunk of my hair <gasps> and he held it real tight and he flossed with a big chunk of all, a bunch of my hairs. Wow, with multiple strands? With many, like with a handful of strands. Wow. Did he pull it out of your head or did he just grab your hair? Out of my head. He goes, I need to floss. And he pulled a chunk of hair out of my head and he started flossing with it. And now you guys are married? <laughs> you know, sadly, we lost touch after that. <laughs> Though looking back, I think this guy probably thought I was cute or something because he also used to say, call me other terrible names. Yeah, he either thought you were cute or he just had jerky. Or he's a cannibal. Or that. Or that. It was a young army hammer. Wait, you guys are totally not focused on the most important question, which is, would you allow somebody to gnaw where your hair grows? A hundred percent no. Zero. In no way. Really? If you gnaw hair, that's how a dog gets a cone put on its head. You literally couldn't. There's no price for gnawing. I would say there's no way. Oh, no. I would hot, uh, I would. I would hire a, a, gnaw, a nautical gnawer. No. Yeah. yeah also, I think gnawing falls into trimming. I mean, you're shortening the hair. That's trim. That's just a dull. That's a trim. No, it's a grind. It's just the least efficient way to do it. And that's the least efficient, most disgusting way to do it. Yeah, I'm literally nauseous with the hair gnawing. I don't care. What if you took the hair and you took two little stones? I do care. I care about you, Lindsay. And you take two little stones, you put them between hair follicles, and you rub them together. And that's that fray the hair. That counts that's as a trim? trim? Yes. I think anything that sub makes the hair shorter is a trim. No, no matter the uh, function, you know, I was with you at the beginning because I was thinking I would use a sword, but I, I think anything that makes it shorter is a trim. Oh, you did want a sword. What about the laser hair then? We, th that's just la that's just futuristic trimming. So you got to write off the laser then. That's Star Wars trimming. Laser kills the hair follicle. That's not a trim. That's killing us the cells itself. Yeah, the laser be tough because then you got to just choose to be hairless. Or what Forever. about a pluck then? By that same logic, you could pluck the hair and that's not a trim. You're grabbing it by the root. Plucking is not a trim. That's pull it. That's pulling the root out. So you would allow something or someone to... Plucking, waxing, lasering, that's all allowed. Okay, as long as it's from the root. I would let... I don't know that I would do it. I think I would leave... Or maybe I would get like one wax a year. Just like one year's worth of beard and hair and then wax my hole so mm -hmm. I'm not wax your hole <laughs> that i don't care how hairy it is that can be as hairy as it can be it actually doesn't hurt very much to have your butthole waxed there's not a lot of um nerve endings on your around your butthole go on how dirty is you guys' podcast <laughs> well i mean it depends on the subject matter if there's not a lot of nerve endings why is it the only way i can come waka waka <laughs> Well, I think that's less outside than inside. You know, outside, there's not a lot of nerve endings where the hairs are. So you're saying people wax the inside of their... Uh, no, only the outside. Their shoot? No, just the outside. But I will say, 
waxing really hurts. I don't know if you've ever had anything waxed, but it hurts Mm-mm. like a bitch. I swear to God. The first time I got waxed, I yelled at the, and I'm, I would never in a million years, I thought, got waxed, first strip pulled, yelling. The woman was like, ma'am, can you please be quiet? And I was like, I'm so sorry. I just, it hurts so bad. Is this a, a private waxing or is this a a, a, a standard waxing? <laughs> <laughs> Because it's different. Like your leg hair is a different kind of thing. No, it's not. Well, it's all done by a professional. No, I would imagine like a <clears throat> pubic location <laughs> being a lot more painful than like a like a like a calf. That's yeah, true. Probably. So you're saying it's true, but you gave me such a judgmental stare. But now then I was about, oh, oh, you might as well have your own courtroom. You were being so judgy. I wasn't judging. I just didn't, I didn't want to say it. You were being a judgy John and you know it. You didn't go for Judge Judy on that? It seemed like it was just right there. You know what? I don't like this uh, way you're talking to me. It makes me feel like Andy is turning on me and you're the kingpin behind it. Also, lasering hurts too. Let me ask you a question. Is it 10 years? Is this a 10 year thing or is it the rest of your life, but only 10 years you can get the trim? Once every 10 years you may have a trimming. So this is your whole life. Yeah. Forever. Your entire life. That raises the number quite a bit. Your whole life. Yeah. But you can be waxed. You may be lasered. I got to imagine the trick is having your own, like, cleaning studio. Like, I would want to just, like, have, I don't know, would you just get subscriptions somewhere? There's got to be, this place is, there's beauty parlors for this, right? Where they just do it all. They'll remove everything. (laughs) What would you wax or laser though? Me personally, I should just speak for, I would not care about the hair on my body. I would never be like, clean up my guys. If this is the life that I'm living where trimming isn't allowed and I'm getting money, I would. that's just something I don't do anymore. I would just be a, na- I would be natural forever. And then I don't know that I would ever wax or laser my head and face. You, I'm losing that eventually anyway. This is the rest of my life. I would just be long-haired while I was young. That's why you get the Michael Myers mask at that point. (laughs) But you're like a naturally very handsome guy. So I also feel like you've got a nice rugged look that just naturally works for you. Oh, you are very kind. I think my number for this might be lower than the Mike Myers mask. Mine is lower too. Although it's for the rest of your life. So it does seem like it should be a yearly or every 10 years you get a new payment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think that could be how it's how it's dull whipped out. You could just figure out how much you want it every however often and then get yourself your flat rate from there. <laughs> I have a girl question for you, Lindsay. Ugh, okay. Is this question harder on you than us? It's got to be. Maybe in ways. I think women have a different body hair expectation. Yeah, like for, for us, us burly boys... It's not the end of the world for us. We just get more rugged. In a way, I think it's maybe easier for women if we're if waxing and lasering is all available. Like oh, yeah. any unwanted body hair that you have, uh, you can get rid of from waxing and lasering. Yeah, I also have this thing happening where my hair is just breaking off after a certain point because I've had it dyed so many times. I may not even need trims anymore since it's all just breaking off. That's a lot of questions. Okay, so it's breaking off like halfway through or at the tips. Or the roots? Just just little tips breaking off. Oh, you're just lo- losing little tips here and there? Yeah, a little lost tip. It happens. Okay, it sounds like this isn't the most traumatizing thing for us. 
No, it's not so bad, but I do want to make sure that I can like, because lasering, sometimes you have to get it redone. Sometimes you have to go many, many, many times to make sure that it finally like, and you have to go someplace really good because the shitty places, the laser, you have to go to a fancy laser place because the laser actually hurts really bad. It's really like sharp. It's like, it's like if somebody had one of those thick ass rubber bands and they pull it as far as it can go and then snap it on your skin, it feels like that, but lots and lots of times, but they have a kind of laser gun that it blows air on it at the same time as the laser hits and it hurts way less. But you have to go to the fancier places for it. Are those fancier places a chain? I'm sure they could be. Do you think any of them are? Probably. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Then my number's a million dollars and I'm just going to take a couple hundred thousand from it and invest in one of those beauty salon chains (laughs) and make sure that anywhere I live, they have a location near me and that I get a lifetime of free treatment. And I also have like equity and ownership of it so I can help them always grow wherever I wind up being in life. And I would just enjoy that. And then the extra money is just for me to come up with lots of interesting hats to wear on top of my mane. Done. Okay. I like that. I would do this for $150,000. Oh, wow. Wow. It doesn't seem like it would be that hard for me. I mean, that would cover all of the lasering. I haven't gotten my hair cut in about two years. So like... Wow. So you're already living this life kind of for free. A little bit, yeah. Do you get it styled? I get it colored, but that's it. It just falls. It just falls. I was thinking it would be lower, but I think it's actually going to be higher than the Mike Myers because I would want to have a million dollars every 10 years coming in. And, you know, I'd like to live to be, I don't know, 80 or 90. So I'm going to need $5 million. And the reason is something we haven't even talked about. I'm going to have to be wealthy enough that my girlfriend or my wife is going to have to deal with the, because the beard is going to be the nastiest thing, I think. Hair it's you could be a lot. pull back, but the this is going to be a disaster. Yo, bro, get a chick who gnaws. Or no, I guess she would have to go up to you and just do little, little bites of the hair and just pull them out. <laughs> gross, that's gross. It's not gross. Don't shame me for what I'm talking about. Gross. You, you did an audio check with me earlier today where I ate cereal into the microphone for you. It's not hair, that's food. It's different. All right, so we each have our prices. Should we see what the listeners had to say? Yes. Love to hear what the listeners had to say. Look at that. We love you guys, you listeners out there with your ears. So Jacob put $5 million at our highest and said, quote, I guess I could pull off various looks over the years, but man, it would be rough sometimes. I don't grow a beard very well, so I'm quite worried about how my face would look. Oh, Aw, Jacob. Jacob-boo. At Cripproud put $20,000 and said, quote, I'll just wax it instead. Hey, you said no trimming. There you go. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But wax what? Your head? Your face? Yeah. I guess they're waxing it all. Keep them coming, guys. Everyone sends in these ideas. We have a website, humanvaluespodcast.com. Keep them coming in, everybody. Hashtag plug. Speaking of plug, Lindsay, you want to chug a plug, chug that choo-choo train all the way into the woods? You know what? I really do. This question was submitted by Ari. And the question is, what's your price to sound like Woody Allen for the next three years? So for three years, I'm going to just sound like uh, she's adopted. It's not my real daughter. That's what I'll sound like for three years. Yes, 100%. I mean, it's very triggering, I'm sure, for a lot of people. Woody Allen's kind of a tough, tough character to want to, to, you know, start embodying though i'm not sure a lot of people would know that you that it was woody allen right off the bat 
That is a good point. You might just seem to have an eccentric voice. And would you have to have like, like, would I suddenly have a man's voice or would I just be like speak in his sort of uh, rhythm? I I, I think you would, you would, you would just be your voice, but you would, you'd stutter a lot and talk to yourself and say, oh, I, 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 I don't know, Lindsay, you know, you do that kind of talking like he does, but in your voice. It was a good Woody Allen impression, but I think where uh, myself, a non-Jewish person could have trouble is... uh, the insensitivity of using that voice of people thinking I'm just doing an offensive Jewish voice. So that could be tough. Plus I'm a stand-up comedian. It would be pretty tough. Oh just yeah. Start yeah. Talking and someone else's, I maybe couldn't work for three years. And then th- they would notice that I was talking like Woody Allen, you, you know, they in comedy would. clubs would be like, why is he doing this Woody Allen impression the entire time? Let's say it's uncanny. It was a th- it was a point our producer Rob brought up uh, just now is that it should just be magical. It's just you sound just like Woody Allen. Woody Allen is not a popular impression to do at comedy clubs right now. Yeah, this is not a good person to sound like. If it made me, if I sounded like Obama all of a sudden, I would be like, fuck, <laughs> yeah. You would rock Obama's voice. Someone like beloved. So if you had to do Woody Allen voice... Well, there's all that really cool software now that can record your voice and do it in someone else's voice. <laughs> yeah, I don't. It seems like insensitive culturally. Lindsay? Because I'm also not a Jewish person. This question was submitted by somebody named Ari. Let's be nice to Ari. Well, I don't think it's being rude to Ari to say that we don't want to speak in a voice that might offend Ari. I'm Jewish, and I will tell you guys that, yeah, I'm offended. I think this is pretty bad. <laughs> I think that you're both monsters. <laughs> I would have a hard time doing it. And also, like, the, like, I don't know, the marrying the adopted kid. That has nothing to do with sounding like quintessential Woody Allen, though. No one's going to be like, oh, you're a pedophile because you sound like a a Jewish comedian from the 70s. Pedophile? Not pedophile. What was he? Not pedophile, but just incesty. I think a little bit of both. Well, a a groomer. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's Pinterest. Yeah, I don't know. Look, I think you guys are not anti-Semitic if you give me high enough prices. I'm going super high because it would end my career. The thing that brings me the most happiness in life, doing stand-up comedy, I wouldn't be able to do anymore. And then after three years when I can have my regular voice back, I would be like, we hate you for doing that Woody Allen voice for three years. You can't be a comedian anymore. So my my number, I got to factor in, I would have to do a complete change of my lifestyle. I think that Judaism is a beautiful religion and culture. Thank you. And I've been looking for a reason to convert for a long time. And I feel like if I have to speak in this voice, it would be a very, it would be the right time for me to start my conversion process. But, you know, I would also want to give a lot of money to the synagogue because that, that apparently helps in the process. You can't buy us. The first day at Judaism class, you're using the Woody Allen voice. Do you think all the instructors <laughs> are like, well, she's really leaning into it. Like she wants to be Jewish bad. Yeah. Well, you know, in tradition for converting into Judaism, traditionally, you have to ask three times. I don't know if you guys know about this, but you ask. This is true. I'm not doing a bit. You have to ask the rabbi you know, I'd like you to help me convert. And they say no. And it's the test how interested you are in actually doing it. A little inside baseball for you guys. Oh, it's like the guy in Fight Club. Yeah, Fight Club and Judaism are very similar. And so they'll turn you away. And then on the third time, they'll let you in. So if you're going like, it's very important to me. It's very important, you know, like in his voice. I don't think they'll take you seriously. Until the third time. Until the third time in your Woody Allen accent, they'll say this person takes this very seriously to their soul. 
I would also have to move to New York where the accent would be less jarring. Mm-hmm. That's really smart. Mm-hmm. Three years. Three years in New York. You could do it. Well, I also love New York. I've been looking for a reason to move back. You know, this is I've been looking for a reason to move to New York. Are you looking just for reasons to be a New York Jew? Yes. Honestly, yes. Yeah. It sounds like you just want to be a New York Jew. I really do. This is really giving me I'm not saying it's going to make it cheap, but I'm just saying I can make it work for me. Lindsay, what's your stance on bagels? I love bagels a lot, but mostly because my dog is named Bagel and that's why I love bagels. <laughs> you didn't love bagels so much you named the dog Bagel. The dog told you his name was Bagels and that's what makes you love bagels? Yeah. Oh, okay. Andy, do you like uh, boiled and then baked pastry <laughs> items such as bagels? I love bagels too. Yeah? What do you eat? Eat a salt bagel? Eat everything? I do everything bagel with whatever the spiciest cream cheese they have. Oh, you're definitely, you are not a Jew. You are not a Jew. I like the spicy cream cheese. You go to a Brugger's, they got jalapeno. You go to Einstein's, they got salsa something. I've never in my life heard of a Jew who eats spicy cream cheese. Well, I'm not Jewish. Like a pumpernickel with the with the tofu cream cheese. Mm. Oh, man, tofu schmear. I, I haven't tried that. It's delicious. All right, you guys. Well, I don't know about you. I'm thinking that this is this is pretty traumatizing for all parties. For three years, I think I'm going to say... Five million dollars because that's enough money for me to personally fund and finance anything I want to do and not rely on anyone else's affection or engagement. And I would also hire a voice actor to learn how to do my voice and impersonate me. And I would whisper in a little ear bug thing in their ear and tell them what I want them to say. And so they'll sound like me. And that's how babies are born. Andy, do you have a number? I would go $25 million. Whoa. We're asking me to give up my dream. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. Just to change it. Just to change it drastically. And so I would just need to have enough money that I live the rest of my life, you know, in luxury, knowing knowing that I maybe I didn't achieve what I dreamt of doing since I was a kid, but I was given enough money to have a dumb voice. And I, w- I would just have to find a way to be happy like that. But it's just for three years. You don't think you could lose the next three years of your life, in a sense, and then come back and... But what I'm saying is my career would be gone. I couldn't do that voice for three years and then go back to doing my voice. It wouldn't be accepted. No no clubs would have me. You know, I would have offended people. I, I couldn't be in entertainment anymore, I don't think. We'd love you. Well, that's... I mean, I could do lots of appearances on your podcast, but... I would be worried you're only having me on because I'm doing the voice. And it sounds just like Woody Allen. It actually could hurt your numbers if you have Woody Allen as your guest every week. Well, it'd be all of us. We would all sound like Woody Allen. So it would just be three people who all sound like Woody Allen. Confusing for the listeners. Hard to hear. That's a lot of energy. Yeah. I'm going to say $6 million. That's a nice, neat number. That's a neat amount. $6 million because I want to get a nice place in New York for three years. I want to get into a nice congregation of synagogue. Close. (laughs) Temple. Warmer. I want to get into a good temple. Warmer. And I want to support myself for those those years. I want to not have to talk as much. Maybe I wouldn't be doing as many presentations. Maybe career stuff would happen that would be less than what's happening. I love the idea of you being a New York Jew who sounds like Woody Allen for three years. It's kind of what I've seen when i first met you i was like she has potential she has potential to be that thanks 
Well, pay her the six million. Make it happen. I only need six million dollars. Yeah, it's what, what are we even talking about? All right, let's look at this here. Okay, Peter said to us <laughs> three million dollars. Quote. Are we talking like an exact replica of the voice or just something like it? I really don't want to be sounding like this creep going through my life. One million dollars per year. Boom. People don't like Woody Allen. This is my favorite answer I've ever seen from any listener. Elijah put zero dollars and wrote, quote, I already do. Oh, Elijah. <laughs> Love it. And then Molly here put $200,000 and said, quote, I think I'd be dedicating my life to pranks for the next three years. You do that, Molly. I like it, Molly. I like it. Yeah. Anyway. So, guys. Speaking of Molly, drop a little tablet, get hyper, hit the dance floor, and let's talk about the real party, which is the totals. What did it cost each of us three to do all the crazy stuff from today's episode? Lindsay, you want to be the math magician? I would love to be the math magician. So Andy's number was 32 million. And then coming down the list, it was me at 11.15 million. And then Aaron at 9 million. Wowie. Zowie, $32 million. I like it. Andy, congratulations. You just quoted $32 million that we will not be paying you. So I won? You, Yeah, you win. You win. Yeah, you, you, win. All right. you win human values. You're the most Man, valuable human. Man, fun coming on here. I wanted to win. You, you won. You did it. You did it. I'm really proud of you. But the real winners here today are the Us? children. What are you going to say? Yeah, I don't know. I just want to see where Woody it all Allen? Went. Yeah, so the real winner here is Woody Allen. No, no, no. We're definitely the winners here having you on. It was awesome having you on. What's uh, tell, tell the people what's going on in your life. First of all, thank you very much for inviting me on your podcast. Very nice of you. I have a new stand-up special that comes out Sunday, October 2nd. So it will already have been out by the time this airs. But it will still be there on YouTube. Amazing. That's it. That's a big plug. It's called Pumpkin Spice Season. Awesome. Woo! my favorite season of all <laughs> you want to you want to give people uh where they can follow you as well yeah i'm on all the social medias that everybody's on and all my names are andy woodhall on them keeping it simple yeah simple direct andy woodhall easy to find next time we find you and bring you on we'll bring you michael myers mask to wear and we could really just do some weird role play together well i'm looking forward to it i support you guys in that <laughs> <laughs> thanks man thanks andy yeah thanks nice meeting you guys Lindsay, there are words like blah if you were to use any word that rhymes with andy to describe talking to andy would it be sandy candy or something else i would call myself little mandy dandy Ooh, look at you being all dandy you know what else is dandy making this show for you guys and you know what we love even more how much all of you guys love playing along do it if you want to join in the fun run as fast as you can to your nearest browser and let us know your worth polls trolls questions and knolls all can be done over at humanvaluespodcast.com while you're there help rob be lazy Share your own crazy what's your price questions. Again, over at humanvaluespodcast.com. Lindsay, take that plane, fly it high. Ooh, it feels nice up here. If you enjoyed today's episode or if you just like the show, please spread the word. We appreciate it more than we can say. And to throw a little extra love our way, please, for the love of Christina Aguilara, leave us a review on your favorite podcasting app and leave us a rating while you're there, please. And maybe we'll choose you for a shout out like this. Andrea underscore I underscore K said this was fun to listen to Ooh. oh man that really sits well with me I do like to hear that 
Andrea, you are you are a goddess among men. And while we're listening to Andrea, we're also listening to each other. Lindsay, thank you for being there for me as my co-host. Thank you for being there for me as my co-host. Thank you to Andy Woodhull this week for being our special guest. Speaking of listening, let's do some listing, Lindsay. Our lead producer is Rob Goldman. Our producers are Shanti Brook and Aaron Rubin Corney. Our editor is Andrew Sims. Our engineer is Jason Portizo. And our music is by Omer Bensby. All information, research, and advice shared on today's episode was expressed for entertainment purposes only. Statements provided by the Human Values host, production team, and guests should not be taken as professional advice or fact. Human Values is a human content production.